0: Wednesday at eleven eleven, Stacey has a show called the Prophetic Report. And uh, if you have not watched the the last one, I encourage you to go back and take a look at it because this word tsunami uh, Crazy. came up a lot. There's probably half a dozen people in the Prophetic they're talking about a tsunami, a, a, mm-hmm. something that's happening. Now, I don't know if this was prophetic or not, but 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 about a year ago, uh, a guy wrote a book called Thriving in the Economic. Tsunami, and it ties into pretty much everything that was talked about on the prophetic report last week. So definitely check that out. But right now, you need to check out this episode with Doctor Doctor Kirk Elliott.
1: Well, okay, so I don't know if it was prophetic or not. It's just a book title, right? But but I like it that other people are saying it now. That's that's pretty cool. But speaking, Speaking of prophetic, so. I, I was listening over the weekend, last weekend, to Amanda Grace. Love her, right? Yes. So, so she had this this prophetic word about three-letter and two-letter agencies basically overstepping their bounds, and people were going to start resisting. It's like they've gone too far, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I saw something um, earlier this week that I have never heard of before. But it's a three-letter or one-letter and two-numbered uh, thing. So have either one of you heard of the C40 Cities Climate Leadership
0: Group by chance? Nah, man, no, man. We live in Missouri. They don't got nothing like that.
2: <laughs> C40. Well, we, have,
0: we have Bass Pro in the Springfield.
1: <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> you have a lot of them. And yeah, Johnny Morris has really <laughs> overcome all of that city and made it amazing, right? So, yes. Yes. So, so, so I'd never heard of it either, right? Until I started reading it. This thing is whack. I mean, it's it's seriously bonkers. So this is one of those things that I think is corresponding with Amanda Grace's prophetic word hmm. of complete overreach, right? So, hmm. so here's um, and who has this C40 City Climate Leadership Group? It's none other than George Soros and the Clintons. Oh and my gosh. And Bloomberg is running this dumb thing, right? Okay. But this is where it gets crazy because it is going to have an economic implication to this. So I didn't know what it was, but there's, so basically it's 40 cities globally that have signed on to this pact by the year 2030, they're going to convince the masses to give up meat, dairy, private car ownership, and almost all flights, right? It's like, what? Right. But there's 14 partners right here in America, right? So so, who are they? Yeah, Austin, Texas, Boston, Chicago, Houston, Los Angeles, Miami, New Orleans, New York City, Philly, Phoenix, Portland, San Francisco, Washington DC, and Seattle. Ultra leftist mayors in these cities thought that signing on to this uh, weird thing sounded like a good idea, right? So, so it's a very ambitious target by the year twenty thirty. Get a load of what they want to get rid of. Zero kilograms of meat consumption. Whoa. Right? In a year. We're not talking in a day. We're talking in a whole year. Zero kilograms of meat consumption.
0: I wouldn't make it to lunch the first day.
1: No. No. Neither would I. Um, As you can tell, zero kilograms of dairy consumption. Three new clothing items per person per year max. Wow! Like, what? what if I get a hole in my jeans? Right. And what if I get a hole of my second pair of jeans, and I have to wear the same stinky pair of jeans every single day because I'm not allowed to buy any more than three new clothing items per year, zero private vehicle ownership, and only one short haul return flight less than fifteen hundred kilometers every three years per person.
2: Fourteen cities have bought into this.
1: Yeah their mayors have bought into this dumb, dumb plan. Right. So they've already signed on to it. So unless they get a new mayor, it's like, these are going to be the plans. And it's like 2030 is not that far away. It's like six and a half years away. Right. So, so what is going to happen um, when these things start to actually intensify and ideas like this with zero carbon emissions and this whole dumb climate agenda. And, you know, when I say dumb, it's like, we all want a, a cleaner environment, right? But mm-hmm. but this is overboard. Right? This is completely mm-hmm. overboard.
0: Imagine in a world with an, an open border work. and fentanyl pouring in. Right. It's like, you know, let's let's like prioritize things a little bit.
2: And all their private jets and all of that as well. Okay. So maybe we should get rid of some of those.
0: Yeah. Maybe
1: maybe they should, right? I mean, it it's it's absolutely bonkers. Um, so what's that going to do to agriculture in this country? What's that going to do to um, the traveling? What's it going to do to the automotive industry when nobody can buy cars in all of these multi-million person cities? Right? Yeah. What's that going to do? I mean, what's it going to do to airline travel if nobody can take but one short haul flight every three years?
2: Houston I mean, has there's two there's- big airports, Hobby and yeah. Bush International. I mean, Houston yeah. alone.
1: Yeah. LA. I mean, this is, this is big, but those are just the, the, you know, the 14 cities here in America, but there's 40 globally, right? It's like, Oh my word, this is going to be devastating. So, but uh, the reason I say that is that's overboard. That's overstepping what any rational person would view is, is actually a good idea. Mm -hmm. Right. There's some people that think this is a good idea, right. But they're not being rational. right? Right. So, so I, I think that as you see that, that is going to be absolute destruction of the economy, which is actually what they want, right? Mm-hmm. They, they want it to be. Now, here's where it starts to get even, even weirder. So the if you look at what the European Union is doing, and even now the United Nations, which is more than the European Union, that's global, right? So they're countering deadly disinformation through creation of a digital army. So the fact that we're talking about this stuff, they'd say, David Stacy Kirk, this is this is like deadly disinformation. Mm-hmm. Right? This is against our plan. This is how could you be so erroneous and so off to to not talk about this as a good idea? So they're gonna, they're gonna have this digital army, right? AI, that's gonna go through social media. And if you say anything like this, well, then, then they're just going to cut you off. So your message can't be heard. So if people telling the truth can't be heard who's speaking, the liars, they're the only ones left. Yep, exactly. Right? So so here's where Secretary, Secretary General Guterres of the United Nations, he said, such platforms have given people hope in times of crisis and struggle, amplified voices that were previously unheard, and breathe life into global movements. He's talking about their kind of stuff. But he said, when when people spread lies and hate causing real harm on a global scale, optimism over the potential social media to connect and engage people has been dampened and mis- and disinformation of hate speech has surged. So therefore we
0: gotta get rid of it. Hate speech well, um, just means speech they hate.
2: Yep.
1: Correct. That's all that that means, right? Free speech is only free if you if you uh, talk about what they want you to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. so this is the world we've got this this massive climate change agenda thing happening. You've got the silencing of anybody that's telling the wow. truth, right? And so so then you know I don't I don't know what's going to come over the next few years, but what we're seeing. Is all of this starting to really manifest itself? I know Elon Musk over the over the last weekend is is in a fight with the European Union, right? About some of the stuff that's being said on Twitter. And he's basically saying, bring it. Right. Wow. It's like, bring it. I, I actually own about 220 billion dollars, right? That that I can fight some of these lawsuits. He wants freedom of speech. Right. So so this stuff is going crazy. And then Something that you know when we talk about truth, we talked about Ever Evergrande, right? The big mm-hmm. Chinese real estate, yeah. Yeah. company. yeah. Like a, this was maybe a year ago. Well, since the end of twenty two, they were they were shut off. You know, they actually closed down the stock, so nobody could sell out of it. Right? It's like okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna cause market mayhem here because Evergrande stinks so bad. So what happened? They opened up on Monday of this week down 87% in one day, 87%, yeah, that's a big loss, right? This is, that's more of a, of a, not a, not a correction, not a crash. That's absolutely a collapse, Yeah, right? Which, which is going to, that, that can't be rebuilt. That is absolutely a collapse. And so, but what caused the collapse, lack of money, uh, too much debt, and nobody wanting what they have, right? So we're going to see more things like that happen as banks continue to fail. Real estate throughout the world is just getting shellacked, and again, coming from China, the largest real estate you know market on the planet, they had their big shadow bank that last week told everybody we have we have a trillion with a T yuan um, of of liabilities here. Well, we're just simply not going to pay anybody. Right. So it's like anybody. So that's gonna be a, a contagion spread that's already starting. Real estate throughout the world is starting to hit the skids because they don't know what kind of tentacles this is gonna have. So if we weren't able to tell the truth, we wouldn't be able to get people out of harm's way, right? So this is why everything that the Clintons, Soros, Bloomberg is doing with that stupid C forty, the the UN basically wanting to silence anybody that's telling the truth, the only people left. To be speaking are going to be liars at some point.
2: Man.
1: And this applies then to what I think Amanda Grace, through the the God's word speaking yep. through her, said overreach. There's going to be a resistance. There's going to be pushback because they've actually gone too far.
2: Amen. Let's say yes to that. That's huge. Amen. Yeah. That is huge. All right. So how does all this affect us financially?
1: Well, I think all of that stuff is going to. I mean, if the C forty group gets their way, or any other thing like that, they're not the only one. They, you know, this is a big, huge climate agenda, zero net, you know, emissions, and all this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. right? So, so that's going to cause stocks, bonds, mutual funds to come down. It will cause collapse as agriculture and other things start to to get hit the skids. Real estate hits the skids. Banks aren't going to be get paid back from their loans, so they're going to fail, right? So. How do you do you get out of the system, you have a tangible asset that you can grow with that you can thrive with that you that is not digital, it's not paper, it's something that's real that can't be taken Mm -hmm. away from you. I think this is where the world is starting to head in a very, very quick Mm -hmm. way, like what we talked about on the last show. Why, why are the BRICS nations adding all the oil producing countries of the world? because they produce something that's real. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're so they might be speaking something out of one side of their mouth, but they're actually acquiring something that's real in oil. All of those countries in the BRICS nations are amassing not just tons or tens of tons, but hundreds of tons and thousands of tons, not ounces, tons of gold to back their currencies eventually, right? So, so this is what don't, don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. And then we'll understand where the world is headed. And we can thrive during that.
2: Man, and that is so important. So if you like have questions, you're like, okay, um, you talk a lot about silver and gold being something tangible. Um, why is that so significant during this time? The last show, we talked about people buying Rolex, you know, all these different things, but <coughs> why that, that the tangible, why is that so critical?
1: Because paper money's going away, right? If they can cut you off from buying or selling, if your ideology doesn't match up with theirs, well, that's digital. That's something they can do with a flip of a switch, right? Mm-hmm. So something that's tangible that you take delivery of, it's like living off the grid almost, right? Yeah. So so you, you're not affected by those things. If you're not a digital slave in their digital world, then you can't be affected right. by their digital mechanisms to stop you. Mm-hmm. So, So therefore – we allocate into strength. We just use the wisdom and discernment to have ears that hear and eyes that see what God is speaking through people like Amanda Grace mm-hmm. and others. But what he's speaking directly to our hearts is like, this doesn't make sense. Right. This kind of stuff simply doesn't make sense. I would listen to that Holy Spirit guidance and allocate properly to take advantage of those because he's always speaking. Right. We're not always listening. But he's always speaking, yep. right? And those stills—that still small voice, that gentle whisper—sometimes, like it takes with me, just God smacking me upside <laughs> the head. From
0: well, it gives you an opportunity. If you know, if you're if you're playing a, a, a game and you don't like the way it's being done, but that guy owns the ball and they can do whatever they want. If you don't like it, they'll take their ball and go. Well, you just need to get your own ball. Yeah. And and Correct. that's what buying silver does. It's like, okay, you know, I don't necessarily have to, to participate in your craziness. The world can be crazy. My world doesn't have to be because I have a, a, a life raft. So thank you for providing that for people. Dr. Kirk, every time we're at live events, when we were in Vegas this last mm-hmm. weekend, the Reawaken event, 6,000 people fired up Patriots and, and, I'd say one out of every three conversations we had, somebody mentioned you and mm-hmm. how thankful they were that you've gotten them off of the train track that's coming and and into something secure and they feel just confident. They feel joyful, you know, that process. Yep. So thank you for making that happen. Flyver family you can do the same thing. You can join that group of people by going to Flyvergold.com putting in your information, educating this, taking control of your own financial future by by getting educated and find out what you need to do next and developing a financial framework that works for you moving forward.
2: That's exactly right. So you go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for a free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You will not regret it. You will be glad you did. Thank you so much, Dr. Kirk, for your time. We really appreciate it. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night? Dot com. Fill out your information for your free consultation or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today.
0: You'll be glad you did.
2: He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111.